Ephesians chapter 5, verses 8 to 17. And I'm reading from the NIV. Okay. So verse 8. For you are once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light. So clearly, all of us are coming from somewhere. Paul has clearly qualified that we belonged to a certain kingdom. That's the kingdom in darkness. It's, it's incredible that, you know, some scripture says you were once darkness. So we were once darkness. Like me, darkness. I'm coming from somewhere and where I was, was darkness and I was darkness. And so when I was in darkness and when I was darkness, I was is either the devil is in darkness and God is in light. So I belong to the devil. Other translations say that you were trapped in that darkness. So the, we were trapped in darkness. Of course, you know the story of the beginning and Adam and the, the trading that Adam went into. All of us were trapped in that. And then by the power of Jesus Christ, choosing to take on all of our darkness upon himself and crucifying it on the cross and raising to life, he took us from one kingdom to another. And so we are now light. He took us to the kingdom of light. And you know, it's saying that our life confirms that light rules in us. So now, because we belong to God who is light, scripture says that God is light and there's no trace of darkness in him. So you and I have translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. And so there's no trace of darkness in us because we're reflecting the light. There's no middle ground. There's no gray area. Next verse, please. Verse 9. For the fruit of the, of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Wow. All goodness, righteousness, and truth. You know, other scripture says excellence, innocence, impeccable integrity. So these are the things that are light. These are the things that our union with God produces. We produce excellence. We produce goodness, uprightness of heart. This is the harvest that our life produces because of this union we have with the light. And it's incredible that, you know, once there's darkness and the light comes, the darkness leaves, right? Yeah, amen. But there can be light and then darkness comes and light leaves. Light never leaves. Mm -hmm. Darkness mm -hmm. is what leaves. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what baffles me about that is that you and I are supposed to show up upon a scene, on life scene, whatever timeline we have chosen to come, we're supposed to show up on this scene. And once we show up, darkness is supposed to flee. Mm -hmm. Amen. Because these two kingdoms are looking for who will reflect them. Mm -hmm. And God finds you and I worthy to do that. And so you and I are, we have a mandate. Just the very essence of our life is supposed to reveal goodness and excellence and integrity and innocence. And all of this is supposed to come out of us. Mm. 
And it's supposed to be strange to the darkness. So much so that the darkness will leave. When we show up on this scene, darkness has got to leave. Next verse, please. Verse 11. Have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. They are fruitless. They don't bring fruits. You know, fruits is normally yummy and juicy and gives you vitamins and nourishes and has all the positive things. But darkness has nothing positive. There is no profit in it for us. So Paul is like, don't even tolerate anything about darkness. Don't even go close to it. Don't be okay with it. Take no part in it. The Amplified Version says, take no part in and have no fellowship with the fruitless deeds and enterprises of darkness. It's an entire enterprise. Darkness is an enterprise, just like light is an enterprise. And so, since we're in light now, we're not supposed to say, hey, darkness, meet me halfway. I am light. Let's meet halfway and have some kind of kumbayas at some point. Can we just have fun and not be so serious? No. There's no fellowship at all. Oh, I don't want to be a meanie. Oh, I don't want to be a sadist. Oh, I don't want to be um, left out of the party. I don't want to be, a, you know, like a Debbie Downer, you know. I want to, you know, bring substance to the party. I want to be a part of. Don't have any fellowship. It is fruitless. And I want us to know that everything that pushes us to comply or to try to please the other party is not of God. Because we're not supposed to be people pleasers. Mm. You know, and I want to give more substance to this topic because why we decided to go to these verses today was because we said last week that we were going to expound more on this whole Halloween thing. So that is where we're going with this. That's why we came up with these scriptures. Because if you know that something is clearly darkness... It is absolutely fruitless. You are of another kingdom. You cannot kumbaya with another kingdom. Like Jesus clearly said that it's either you be hot or cold. If you're lukewarm, I'm going to spit you out. So I want you to understand that lukewarm is not a place that belongs to God. Let me tell you something. You will know somebody as somebody that is walking with God, you will think and you will know and see that substance still within that person. You will not know when they've turned away from God. I want you guys to be very clear about this. You will not know when somebody has turned away from God, except they clearly say things that are against the Lord. You will not know. When Judas... Even up to the point, Judas had already made that deal to sell out Jesus. I want you guys to see that Judas, he was in charge of the treasury. Like, amongst all of us, if all of us sit down now and we decide that 
one of us is going to be in charge of the treasury. I'm sure that what you guys will think before picking that person is because you feel that that person will be more responsible with the ministry money. You will make that choice that this person should be in charge of the treasury. You will make that choice knowing that that person is not going to steal from the treasury. You will look at that person as that person of integrity. You will trust that person to take care of all of us. So for him to hold that position, he was a person of integrity. He had all the good qualities of a follower of Jesus. And even with that tight-knit circle, filled with the Spirit of God, walking with the Son of God, he would leave and go and trade Jesus Christ. And none of them will know, even up till the night they were going to come pick Jesus, none of them knew. They were still asking, Lord, who is going to betray you? Lord, who is going to betray you? Even when Jesus said that the one that dips the bread after me, he's the one that will betray me. They still didn't get it. Jesus was like, whatever you want to do, do it quickly. When he left, they thought that he needed to go buy something. They were with Jesus. Jesus clearly told them, this is the person. And still they couldn't see it. Still they couldn't see it. Until the very end. So you may think you can dabble into darkness. And I'm not saying you as you here. I'm saying you as anybody else that walks with the Lord. Me included. We may think that we are walking with God, but we're dabbling with darkness. Nobody will know. That's why Jesus said when they were talking about the tars and the wheat, he's like, no, let them all grow together. Let them all grow together. At the very end, we're going to harvest all of them. He didn't say we're just going to harvest the wheat. He didn't say we're just going to harvest the, the believers. We're going to harvest all of them. Then that is when the separation will take place. We'll separate the tars from the wheat. I'm telling you, when the tars and the wheat are growing together, they are getting the same nutrition. You will sit in the same church. You will sit under the same teachings. You will have the same prayer meetings. You can't tell which one is a tar or a wheat until the very end. Because both of them will be nourished by the same substance. Both of them will grow. None will have a stunted growth. Both of them will grow reasonably well. You don't know till the very end. So when you see a bunch of us lifting holy hands and saying hallelujah, and we're all Christians and you hear that the road is narrow, think again. Think again. You dabble into darkness and you fellowship with darkness. There is a price. It's going to cost you. Because when you come into the scene, darkness is supposed to leave. You aren't supposed to take what is holy and mix it with darkness. What are you creating? Jesus will spit that out of his mouth. Next verse, please. Uh, verse 12. It is shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret. It is so shameful you have no idea. So we were talking about this Halloween thing and, you know, I did a little research. 
I'm sure you guys uh, must have done your own research too, but everything about it, you know, you look at the history, even the, the things that are used on that day, the belief is that on that night that the, the veil between the spirit realm and the earthly realm is so thin that the dead people that have gone before their spirits will come roaming the earth. And you put stuff outside for them so that you're, you're trying to appease them so they don't curse you or do something evil to you. Mm -hmm. So you put this stuff out so that they can, they can have the sweets and all of that. They said that they disguise as humans. So when they knock on your door and you open and you don't give them the sweets, even though you think you're looking at a human, is actually a dead person at your door. So in the past, it was money. You give them money or stuff like that. Spiritually, that is a sacrifice. Spiritually, you are indulging in a pagan sacrifice by giving them these sweets and these treats or else they're going to trick you. So there's all this stuff. They talk about smelly feet and pulling down your pants and all of that. They used to put it in their songs and all of that, but... Basically, the trick sounded more like a curse if you don't give them the sweets. So it's something that is very Irish and it was brought into the U.S. and the U.S. just made everything so much bigger. And people now indulge in it and they believe in it and even the Jaco lanterns, they, they would carve and put that light in. They believe that those are trapped spirits in purgatory. So the history is based off of one Jack that made a deal with the devil and didn't fulfill it. So when he died, he went to hell and Satan chased him out and he went to heaven and whatever their heaven is chased um, him out. And so he was talking in purgatory. So that is the story behind all of that. And most people believe that the day after, which they call the day of the dead, it's, still, it's this whole roaming of, of ghosts and evil spirits around. It's a whole thing that is so real and so embraced. But it is not ordinary because people who are weakens, those are high holy days for weekends. The druids, people into all this occult, just like in the Jewish religion, in Judaism, you have holy days. You have the Feast of Tabernacles. You have the Day of Atonement as the holiest day. They also call their ceremonies or their dates. They have dates they call the Sabbath. And Halloween is the highest holy day for them. And on that night, they do a lot of sacrifices and a lot of spells are cast on that night. Weekends don't joke with, <laughs> with Halloween. Like all the things that people have done to them, all the hurts they felt, they prepare for Halloween night. That's when they cast spells on people and ruin people's lives. It is a highly spiritual day for darkness. Oh. And a lot of evil things are done on that day. People who want to get powers... That is the day to do it. People who want to curse other people, that is the day to do it. People who want to kill people without mm. being traced, 
spiritually, that is the day to do it. So what in heaven's name will any Christian want to make good of that day by participating in it? How will you wrap it up and put a bow on it? How will you fellowship in any way? How is that even something that we would celebrate? Like, are we so desperate for acceptance? So there's a blindness. There's a blindness that will make us even remotely accept that and bring it into church. It's a true blindness that we shouldn't be indulging in. Just like the disciples sat at the table, and clearly (laughs) Judas had already sold out Jesus. None of them knew, even when Jesus clearly said it. We will clearly say how evil this day is, but still people will be blinded. There is nothing good about it. So I I hope I'm able to, you know, give you a little background on on this whole Halloween thing based on the scriptures. When scripture tells you that it is shameful. In Ephesians 5.12, it is shameful to even mention what they do in secret. Even mentioning all of this is a shameful thing. Because it's so much more darker. And so on such a day, rather Christians should watch and pray. Watch and pray. Bring the light into the situation. Don't fellowship with it. Next verse, please. Verse 13. But everything exposed by the light becomes visible, and everything that's illuminated becomes a light. Amen. Verse 14. This is why it is said, Wake up, sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Look at that. Have we been sleeping? Because everything done in darkness, once light comes, it is exposed. So when these traditions have been done in darkness for many, many years, and we who are people of light come, and I also forgot to tell you that this whole thing was instituted by Christians too. And so because it's an institution, you just believe. See, when you see Christians involved in things like this, you understand that some of the foundations of that day were rooted in witchcraft. And so that's why our churches will still be doing stuff like this. Because there's still that demonic covering over them. But if you were that sleeper, Christ is calling us now through Paul. He's saying, awake, O sleeper, and let Christ shine on you. Remove that old covering, that false covering. It is very alluring because Satan... Once was an angel of light. So he's this guy's, <laughs> you can't easily tell. He's so good at what he does. But Christ is first calling us to awaken. Awaken from our sleep. Awake, oh sleeper. Let Christ shine on you. What is with this sleep and this slumber? How long? How long do we remain in darkness? How long do we remain so shallow? How long do we compromise so much? Awake and let the light of Jesus shine on you. You are supposed to reflect Jesus. You are a firefly. That is what you're supposed to do. Just shine. Shine for Jesus. 
because he is in you and you are the light. There's no trace of darkness in him. There's no trace of darkness in you. Next verse, please. Verse 15. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. Wow. Be very careful. What are you putting around your house? What are you planning to do on the 31st? Be very careful. What are you planning to do in general? Uh, We're supposed to be very careful how we live our lives. Amen. Mm -hmm. I know many of us feel like we can do anything we want, but no. The Holy mm -hmm. Spirit is supposed to reveal you. Don't be unwise. Live as wise. Light and darkness cannot merge. There is no fellowship. Mm. Mm. It is very clear. You were once in darkness and you left that and now you're in the light. Walk as a child of light. Don't forget to listen to our podcast because there is a limitless supply of God's spirit that wants to reach you. And I pray you're a willing vessel to listen and also share. And see that God's truth is released upon those you love. To see breakthrough in the lives of those you love. And I encourage you, please grab Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. You need this book. I don't want you to miss the detailed truths, the testimonies of God's tangible presence. Moving in your life that you may not have seen until you are able to engage this and see them clearly outlined for you. So I encourage you, grab this book for yourself and your loved ones and take the time to read it. God bless you. God's face shine upon you and have just a beautiful day. I love you so much. Okay, have an awesome day. Bye now. <laughs>